Any successful plan requires wisdom and preparation, and retirement is no different. It's time for the Plan Wise Retire Free Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome into the September edition of Plan Wise Retire Free. Thanks for tuning into the podcast with Jude Wilson and Mike Mudd. I'm your co-host, Mark, riding alongside again as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. Great show today on the podcast. We're going to talk about a little hindsight, 2020. I don't know if we want to mention 2020, but 2020 <laughs> hindsight, nevertheless. So what's going on, guys? How are you, Mike? Well, uh, you know, you probably heard me say this before, but it really is kind of my mantra. I'm living the dream. Well, man, that's always good. I mean, there's nothing wrong with trying to live the dream and succeeding at it as well. So what about you, my friend Jude? What's going on? You know, every time Mike says that, I say to myself, I've got to go watch Ricky Bobby again, and I never do. <laughs> <laughs> I want to look at you, man. I am determined to rent that movie this weekend, but otherwise, I'm there doing very well. Well, there you go. It's probably on, If I'm sure you probably subscribe to some streaming service like most of us do. It's probably already on one of them. Amazon Prime or something like that. Who knows? But it's always out there. There's things everywhere. But yeah, there you go. It's a good one. It's a pretty funny movie. Well, guys, let's talk a little bit about it. It's like, uh, well, there you go, Jude. So you keep forgetting to go rent that movie and you <laughs> and you want to do it. And so, you know, in hindsight, you're like, man, as soon as you got on the radio, on the podcast, you're like, ah, I should have done it because I meant to do it the last time. So like any decision in life, we can we can do that with everything, whether it's renting a Will Ferrell movie or, you know, making some financial decisions. So let's talk about a few of these things we have heard from people in the past that wish they had done things differently, especially when it comes to, you know, their financial situation. And, and some of these things actually have been happening this year as well uh, with everything that's going on with the uh, state of the actual year 2020. So uh, we've had several people say things like, you know, the the coronavirus has got me scared. I'm worried about what to do. You know, I put my money in cash, you know, so, you know, when it started to dip, I pulled things out and now I'm, you know, missing a kind of a run back up, you know, and I'm just sitting around here waiting for things to happen. That kind of timing, it's basically the timing thing, right? I'm trying to jump in. I'm trying to jump out to when the world gets back to normal. Well, nobody knows when that's going to be. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's funny that we're talking about this because I've been having these conversations with clients a lot recently. And everybody believes this time is different and they can figure out, oh yeah, the market is going to crash. You know, uh, we're going to have a change in the White House or the same guy is going to be in the White House. I've got to pull out now. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll jump back in when things are better, but it's not different. And, you know, I can't wait to hear Mike's response to this because Mike is the senior statesman and he's been around a lot longer than I have. But in my career, I've seen four bear markets and I did a little due diligence before we started talking about this. I went back and looked at a study that was done between January 1999 and December of 2018. And the average return in the S&P in that time was 562 if you stayed in all the days. But if you missed the 10 best days over 10 years, your return dropped to 2.1. And I'm going to read you just the last one that I found was if you missed the 60 best days out of 3,600 days, your return would have dropped to set negative 7.41. So we could do a lot as financial advisors, but I don't think I can pick out the 60 best days out of 3,600 days. With hindsight, you could, but certainly not, you know, uh, predicting the future. That's for sure. Mike, what do you think? Well, you know, to quote the great Yogi Berra, this looks like deja vu all <laughs> over again. Right. 
you know, think about think the same thing happened in 2008. The same thing happened in 2000. And, you know, this might sound self-serving to say that you really need to have a, a, a coach, somebody to help you to because emotions are, I think, one of the, the fear and emotions is one of the biggest enemies of investing because uh, people either in the greed or the fear mode make irrational decisions. And then, you know, three or four months later or a year later, hindsight says, gee, I wish I wouldn't have done that. And many times with a financial coach, they can stand there and go, you know, it'll help them to get a better perspective in the middle of turmoil. And I agree wholeheartedly with Jude. Turmoil, we're going to live with that for a very, very long time. And I don't ever see it stopping. Uh, so you might as well figure ways that you can structure your life financially to live through turmoil with as much peace as you can get. And I think, of course, we'll probably revert back to the bucket plan at some point to talk about that. But um, I think that by taking a disciplined approach and sticking with it, even when you're scared to death, is what you need to do. And I think a financial coach helps you to do that. Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second, Jude, because you said, you know, people are saying things like this time it feels different. And I'm going to agree with them a little bit, at least for the sake of making a counterpoint, because at the time we're taping this podcast, the S&P is higher than it was pre-COVID. Uh, before COVID happened. And the Dow is almost back to where it was. I think the high at one point was 29.4 and it's like, like 28.4. Again, at the time we're taping this podcast. So it does throw a lot of mixed signals when we feel like there's, you know, the economy is not so great and there's all these things going on yet. The market is, you know, looks pretty decent overall. So I can see where people say, boy, this time it does feel different. It's, it's a natural response. Would you, would you agree with that? Absolutely. People are going to look at what's going on in their life and they're going to watch the news and they're going to feel that, you know, whatever is going on is going to affect their finances. And that's why what Mike said about having a financial coach that can show you the data and show you, look, we've we've been through not the same event but the same type of turmoil. Okay. And this is going to age me a little bit, but uh, <laughs> when I first came in the industry, I remember it was Newsweek magazine saying, will the Dow ever hit 10,000? And, you know, we're, we're, as you said, we're almost at 29,000 now. Right, right, yeah. And at the time we had the, the tech bubble and various other things that were happening in the news that could have made people feel that at that time, this time is different again, but turmoil is turmoil yeah. and the fair market point. always bounces back. Fair, fair, fair point. Okay. All right. So we're talking hindsight being 2020 here. How about the, uh, boy, I wish I'd have known how much risk I had in my portfolio before we took that big loss, maybe back in March uh, when it fell from Corona or back in 08, 09. Risk is something you could certainly find out pretty easily how much risk you have in your portfolio. Wishing you'd had known it is a fixable thing. You just have to take the time to do it, right? Well, you know, I, I think it's, it, it's funny when you, you'll go through, uh, I'll use this term that, you know, 80% of people don't understand percentages. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and 70% of all statistics are made up, right? That's right. Uh, so, you know, a lot of times if, if you even do a, a, an asset allocation and you start talking in terms of percentages and somebody says, well, I could, you know, I could stand to be down 10%. That sounds one thing, but then if 10% turns out to be 60000 or or $100,000, 
all of a sudden they realized, no, I really couldn't stand that. I, I really wish I would have known that my account could go down that much in dollars. Uh, so I think sometimes they, uh, it's, people don't understand when you go from percentages to real dollars, I think it has a whole bunch bigger impact. And to Mike's point about risk and the bucket plan, I know it's a story that we tell quite often. I had in this exact conversation with a client just last week who was anxious about how much risk that they could take. And when we reviewed their buckets, now bucket, soon bucket, and later bucket, let's say they had a million dollars, a majority of that money was in there now in a soon bucket. So things that we know are pretty safe and secure. And then when we analyzed their later bucket, their long-term growth bucket, and I showed them what's the possibility of loss in that later bucket, all of a sudden a light bulb came on and said, oh, okay, so my million dollars, the only part of this that is really at risk is $300,000. And all of a sudden it just, it just made them feel a lot more comfortable. Okay. Yeah. And I, I mean, I get it because we all do that. We all kind of wish we could do things a little bit differently. So uh, instead of getting into that point where you have to wish for it, take the action ahead of time and start looking at some things, especially as you're closing in on retirement or maybe even into it. Nothing wrong with getting a second opinion or relooking at things. You know, it shouldn't necessarily be a set it and forget it. Your life is going to change. Your plans, requirements, or needs might change. So sticking with that same theme, uh, people who, you know, feel like they wish they'd have known Social Security options better and they might have taken it at a different time. I, I've shared before, my brother just turned 62 this year and he was joking. He's like, well, I guess I should just go turn it on, you know, since I'm eligible before it goes away. And of course, I had to get into him a little bit and say, well, well wait a minute, wait a minute. Have you, you know, what does your advisor say? What does work, you know, works for your plan? Don't just turn it on just because you can. Well, you know, I thought I was the only one with brothers like that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you guys may remember, I, I'm, I'm the youngest of nine. I've got four older brothers and four older sisters. And my oldest brother over Christmas, we were talking and just happened to get on the Social Security conversation. And he told me, yep, I turned it on at, at 62. And I thought, you do know what I do for a living, right? <laughs> Why, didn't you, right? Why didn't you ask me first, silly? And so we we go through the analysis because there are some people, look, if it's a choice between uh, paying the light bill and waiting, well, you've got to take it early. But if there is an opportunity to maximize the Social Security, not only for your lifetime, but if for your spouse's lifetime, then we want to do that analysis and give the client the choice of w when is the best time for them to take Social Security. Exactly. Yeah. If you need it, you need it. But if you if there's another strategy that may work better, why not at least explore that? Right, Mike? Absolutely. I, I think that's the um, how many times have we heard this, Jude? I really wish I didn't understand because they listen to they. Uh, somebody named they uh, <laughs> is always uh, the problem. Uh, but the saddest part of that is when when you just you just mentioned is that Many times they'll make that decision based upon their own myop myopic thinking of them, and they didn't realize what they were doing to their spouse, because in many cases, that could be devastating, because one, one of the, let's face it, another Yogi Berra-ism, I think, would be one of them is going to live longer than the other one, and usually the survivor is the one that suffers if you make uh, bad decisions, uh, like in Social Security early. Yeah, I mean, we tend to do that a lot of times, too, and it's not that you know, we, it's not that we don't necessarily 
are thinking about our significant other, but sometimes you start to look at things in a bit of a bubble uh, instead of really kind of taking that extra step back and maybe looking at that 10,000 foot view versus, you know, the right up on it. Well, let's do one more and then we'll wrap up this podcast this week for uh, hindsight being 2020. And we might could get fit. We might could fit two more. We'll try, but we'll go with one for sure. Uh, the folks who are thinking about the IRA, I should have put more money in the Roth versus the traditional or versus a 401k uh, because they're worried about what's going to happen with the taxes. It's, you know, if, if we do get a new uh, administration in the office and so on and so forth, they're thinking, man, I could have saved more money if I'd been using you know, a Roth from a tax standpoint. Yeah, I think it's, uh, if you've heard this person say this before, you know, you know, I've got so much money in my retirement account. And I just want to look at them and say, no, you, you think you have that money, much money in your retirement account, but actually you don't. Well, what do you mean, Mike? And I have to tell them, well, the government owns a portion of that. The yeah. problem is right now, you just don't know how much that is. Uncle Sugar's waiting for his. <laughs> Uncle Sugar's going to get his. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's when, when that suddenly all comes full circle. That's when they start to say, I should have put more money in my Roth IRA. Well, Mike's been quoting Yogi Berra, so I'll just quote Mike. <laughs> Let's do the math because there is a certain amount uh, that is the sweet spot to have between your pre-tax dollars that are going into a retirement account and your post-tax dollars that are going to produce tax-free money in the future. Because remember, when, once you get to retirement and you look at your deductions that you have, those deductions could go against income that's coming from your pre-tax dollars that are now going to be taxed at whatever the interest rate. So if we can get you close to a 0% income tax rate or somewhere in there, we can do the math to try to help you with that calculation. That's the true beauty of doing the math is when you not only do the math now, but you do the math and you project it into the future uh, and you see what the impact can be. That's when really people do say it, it either. That's what should motivate people to do this math to figure out how would be the best way to get the after-tax income in retirement that you continue. To, you've worked all your life for. Yeah. No. I mean, it's a fantastic point. So don't be. Uh, don't find yourself in this position. Don't be in this place where you're, you're saying, boy, I wish I would have this. Because we all do it. We all do it in all kinds of walks of life. I wish I would have this. I wish I would have that. Take the time. Let the math do some talking. Have a conversation with your advisor. If you're not working with an advisor, reach out to Jude and Mike. Or even if you are and you want to get a second opinion, talk to them. They are holistic wealth managers. And you can uh, they're serving you here in the Florida area. You can reach out to them and have a conversation over the phone or virtually or whatever the case might be at 800-779-4592. Like with anything, you should always check with a qualified professional before you take action anyway on anything you hear on our podcast or any other financial show. 800-779-4592 is the number to call to have a conversation with them. Or you can find us online at planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. That's planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or whatever platform you use. You can find that all again at the website or simply search it out in your favorite app of choice by typing in PlanWise Retire Free. All right, guys. Well, that's about 18 minute mark. So I think we're going to wrap it up this week. But thank you as always for your time on the podcast. I appreciate you and I hope you have a great week. 
Thank you. Really enjoyed it. All right. We appreciate your time, folks. We'll see you next time here on the podcast. Don't forget to reach out to Jude and Mike if you've got questions. 800-779-4592. We'll talk to you next time. The preceding program is sponsored by Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, which is solely responsible for its content.